My name is Aziz Jorak. I'm the host of Azbaz, where we sort of interview eclectic and interesting people that are influencers or that are doing something exciting. But I also write a newsletter on, or rather a blog, which was called Ozbuzz. And my last Ozbuzz uh, last Saturday, uh, as usual, had my quirky opinions and my view of the world, which I should point out to you right away that I feel that inflation is on its way in a major way. But one of the items I put in there, I called it live your money. And by that, I mean, my motto always has been live life large. I mean, we always, you know, we have become particular in Vancouver or Toronto or some of the cities in the world, people bought a house 20 years ago, just barely made it possible and now become millionaires, but they don't see themselves as millionaires. They sort of moan and, oh, you don't know, no, it's so expensive to repair and no, hey, just a minute. What are you actually living in, you know? I mean, I know you're on the West Side and I know it's an old hundred year old house, but what's it worth? Oh, well, I've been told it's worth two million. I've been told it's worth a million nine or two billion four. And I said, look, you're a millionaire. People say, no, I'm not. I mean, I can hardly make my payments. Well, then have your head examined. So I, I wrote a piece called Live Your Money. Now it's a tongue in cheek opinion, of course. It doesn't apply it for anybody if you're totally in love with the house and all this kind of stuff. But I'm talking about the over 65 crowd. And usually the most asked question in my newsletter, and I get about between 100 and 200 questions, which are sort of sift and shift around and then answer them. Uh, you know, we have some 24,700 subscribers now. So of course you're gonna get a lot of questions. I do my best, but I'm not killing myself. It's a free publication. You can go to ozbuzz.ca. And if you sign in, you get it right away when I write it. If you don't sign in, I'll put it on the internet, but usually 10 days later. So it's all there, you can just watch it. But anyway, so my, the main question always is, Ozzy, I have a house such and such a place, North Vancouver, I have a house in Squamish, a house there, should I sell now? And the question is, you know, we've seen such huge price increases, right? And so when I inquire, so what, what is it that you own? Well, it's a $2 million house, or I have a million dollars there, or four million there, and I've owned it for years, and it went up 400,000 a year. Now you know why we don't have any new listings. They're all sitting on their houses thinking, gee, if I get out now, Maybe I'm gonna leave $200,000 on the table. Maybe it'll be worth more and probably it will be worth more in 10 years. But I am saying, look, is the house clear title? Yeah, that's, that's not the problem. And so do you have any other assets? And they say, well, I have some RSPs and we have a little cash, but essentially we either have pension income or my wife has or my company has an income, but it's, it's nothing really that big. Hey, have your head examined. If you have a $2 million house, you are a multi-millionaire. And what you're doing right now, you're living the house and not your money, right? My motto is live life large and forget about the heirs. You know, it's still alive. You, if you don't spend your money, your heirs will, you know, and believe me, they think about you once in a while while they toast you to that $2 million after you're dead, you know. So imagine you had sold it. And you now have $2 million free and clear. And I'm, I'm assuming you're 65 plus, and you take $1 million and you buy 10 condos at 100,000 each cash in Phoenix or somewhere else, but let's say in Phoenix. I'm here invested in Phoenix, I know it well, not trying to sell you anything, I'm just making a point. And you have a thousand a month rental income. Now we have some condos that are $1,200 a month. There's some that are 900. You pick to pick what you like. But let's say that's $120,000 income now from that million dollars. 
And let's say you take 30,000 for expenses, we don't have any mortgage payments, it's simply the taxes and the strata fees. And in the US, the strata fees are the same for any suite. So big suite, small suite, the building just divides the strata fees. Not here, it's based on square footage. So, so use the 90,000 for spending money. And then you still have a million dollars, right? You haven't really spent anything. You just changed some of the asset from the big house into income producing property, which is where true wealth is, ever increasing monthly income. But that's another topic for another question. But let's say I'm now 67. Let me pick it out of the head. And let's say I want to get over 80, said 82, right? So it's 15 years from now, I'm sitting in my $2 million house. So you could rent a luxury home, and I have rented them in Phoenix, and maybe not in Scottsdale, but in Phoenix, and Scottsdale probably be 4,000 a month, but in Phoenix, one month with a pool for $3,000. So for the next 15 years, you do that every year, you go February, gorgeous time down there, great golf, and you spend 50, 15 years, one month in Phoenix. So that's 45,000. Then you rent a luxury hotel in Thailand for one month at about $1,500 a month. Now, my son is there right now. He says you can rent a very nice 600 square foot bachelor apartment, some of them in relatively new buildings, for about $600 a month. So $1,500 a month, you're really, you know, with a big pool and, uh, and all of this kind of stuff. Maybe even a daily massage on the beach and it's gorgeous and it's hot, right? So total 15 years, you would be spending $22,500 on that. Then you go on a cruise and you and your beloved, don't be cheap. Take a good cabin, good size cabin, $5,000 for one month, 70, 15 years, $75,000, right? And then you rent, you go to Kimberley Manor, my favorite skiing place, we've been there for 15 years, and you can buy or rent a nice log home. Now I'm talking about a nice, and it's not sort of a part, we're talking 2,500, 3,000 square feet for about 3,000 a month, right? And the ski hill, you can enjoy the mountains and whatnot. And that's another 3,000 a month for 15 years. That's another 45,000. Okay, now you're 82. And what's left over? You haven't worked for 15 years and spent $12,500 a year of your capital and $1,000 of your income. Or after 15 years, you have 187.5. Don't hold me to the exact numbers because I'm reading. <laughs> But let's presume it's $90,000 a month of income after 15 years, and you have spent about 187.5. That means you have 825,000 left over from your $1 million. And the other million that's in cash in Phoenix is likely gone up 100% in 15 years. It has in the past. All our condos 10 years ago in 2010, 2011, we were 45,000 and sold at 90. Now they're over 100, but around 100, likely it's 2 million. But even if it wasn't, it probably is worth a million five, gone up 50% over 15 years. So you have 825 cash left over, you have a million five in real estate left over. You actually have more money left over than what you started out with. And you haven't worked, and you have had four months of cruising, skiing, or walking on the hill, a month in Thailand and so on. Yeah, but, but Ozzy, uh, you know, um, what if it doesn't work out that way? I mean, what if it, um, what my condos don't go up in volume? So what? You still have a million, you still have 825,000. That gives you a million 825,000 that you have left over after 15 years of not working. Well, what if inflation rises faster? Well, good. You participate in the condos down there. You could also what if forever, right? The point is understand that you have 
by good fortune, not because you did anything good and you were particularly bright, but by good fortune, you bought a house, which I've been preaching for 30 years. And that house was 300,000, 400,000, whatever it was, you barely could afford it. But then for good fortune to do nothing else, it went up to 2 million or a million eight or two two or whatever it is. You had nothing to do with it. And now you're worried that it might go another 400, which you then mean another 400,000 that I don't have if I had rated. You haven't done anything with the million six that you have there now. So I'm just saying, Ozzy, um, I talked to you as in one particular, and you know who you are, you know, he took me to task one year when I came up with that. And he said, Ozzy, I'm still in my house on the West side. If I had listened to you in 2015, I would have sold. It was worth 2 million then. Now it's worth 3 million. I would have lost all that money. But first of all, you haven't lost anything. You're still in the same house. And if you stay there another year, that's worth another million. You still haven't done anything and you're gonna die. You know, you don't, you don't, not particularly smart. But the thing is, okay, you were 72 then, your particular fellow that also of German nature. You're now 78 years old from 2015 to 2021. You missed six years of two months in Thailand, no, one month in Thailand, six years of one month in a mountain chalet, six years of one month cruising, and six years, one month in Phoenix. And your investment corners in Phoenix went from the then 60,000 to 100,000. I mean, listen, life is in the living. Consume some of your enormous good fortune. Most people in the world haven't had this fortune. You're sitting there mourning, I can't pay the taxes and this and that, right? You could even give $10,000 to charity every year and that still be, you still would have over $700,000 left over at 82. And now of course you're gonna live to 100. Fine, I understand. You don't have to think about that. The reason why I'm doing this video is I have never ever in my two years of writing Ozbuzz uh, as a blog and before 23 years of writing a newsletter. I've never had the kind of response that I had to this. This week, this week has just been nuts, you know. Ozzy, I've had, uh, I, I actually have $3 million home and we have a hard time to pay the taxes. My wife and I have been reading your item over and over all night. No matter how we look at it, we are crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a realization he's sitting on $3 million, $3 million, tax free dollars still. Another one is my wife just turned 71. We only have a $1 million home, only. We forget but it was 600,000 in 2015. It's not only, it's a million dollars. We understand that. When we take pen to paper with living life large ringing on our ears, we could do part of this and now is another one Okay, maybe I don't go four months, but I could actually spend two months in Hawaii and have to sell the same money left over. Then there's another one. Hi, mom, read this. <laughs> it's a concerned daughter. Now, unlike most heirs who don't want their parents to read this, they want them to spend their money. And then finally, there's one and there's a whole bunch more, but this one is relevant. In light of the fact that our capital gain may become taxable, everything points that way and politicians are liars you make even more sense. And that, of course, is the thing that I've been arguing about. We're going to be looking for a lot more money to put taxes on. We're looking for a wealth tax, which the NDP is pushing the liberals uh, to do. And whatever the government does, we have outlived all of our governments. And we're in a democracy, and I support that 100%. But the point is, taxes are going to be real. And that taking away a tax exemption, or at least cutting sharply into it, is quite likely going to happen. You see, already it's happening, right? For instance, when you build a laneway home, hoping to make $2,000 income, and we are good 
a city citizen by creating more accommodation. So you make in $2,000 income, you spend $300,000 on the home, which on a 33-foot lot takes away a third of the lot. Well, it also takes away a third of the capital gains exemption. So in the case that you paid 500, it's now worth 2 million and you have a $1 million $500,000 capital gain and a third of that would not be taxable. It might cost you $200,000 to have built your laneway home. So think about what you're doing, think it through and think well and say, thank you, dear Lord, for making this possible. And don't moan and don't groan, just look at yourself. What would a multimillionaire with $2 million cash do? <laughs> you wouldn't be staying back in that 100-year-old wartime bungalow. All right, have fun. You can give me your comments, see how you feel down in the, in the text. And uh, we're also going to be launching a question and answer session on YouTube, go to youtube.com forward slash Jurok video. We're gonna rename it, but right now it's Jurok video. You can actually see my videos from 10 years ago where I told you to buy houses in the same vein as I'm doing now. I'll leave it there, Gene.